0: Here we go. Welcome to season 11 of the Board Game with Education podcast. On a Friday, one thing we do every Friday is have our Instagram live chats. That's a chance where I get to hear from our community about the games that you guys are playing. I really always look forward to hearing about new games that you're playing. So come check us out on Instagram live every Friday, 8.30 Pacific Standard Time. We go live or you can watch the replay. I want to know what games you're playing recently, what you've been up to, Um, It's really cool to kind of hear about some different games that maybe I haven't checked out before. Um, So again, check us out on Instagram. And that's Board Gaming with Education. On today's episode, we chat about ViewHoo. So I think a tool like this is a really clever way that we can engage our students. Viewhoo is very new, so I recommend checking it out and kind of exploring some of the options there. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to View Who and see maybe how you can use the platform as a part of your curriculum or kind of even just check it out to see see if there's any ideas there that might spark something for you in your teaching practice or whether you're giving presentations or any other way that you can implement something like this into your learning environment. All right, so let's get into the episode. Board Gaming with Education, a podcast for anyone curious about how games and education mix. We explore various topics like game-based learning, gamification, and board games and the impacts they have on learning. Here's your host, Dustin Statz. Welcome to another interview episode of Board Game with Education. I am thrilled to be joined by Odin Schultz, I hope I pronounced that right, um, from Budapest. And I'm excited to chat with him about VueHoo, which is a gamification presentation platform. I'm sure he'll be able to explain a bit more about that. But first, before we learn about VueHoo and the benefits of using that for education or for learning, I want to share a fun fact about Odin. He just got a cat about 10 minutes ago and <laughs> right and you shared that you're pretty allergic so what's the story behind getting your cat
1: yeah yeah uh, that's exactly right i'm pretty allergic for cat fur, fur. but uh, you know my wife was begging me for like 10 years to have a cat and uh, we have a two and a half year old kid who is obsessed with cats again so i gave in <laughs> After all these years, I really hope that uh, uh, my allergy won't, you know, won't get so bad. We will see. <laughs> yeah, Exciting You're... times are coming up with the cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're two against one, I guess, with uh, your son and your wife. <laughs> awesome. So we're not here to talk about cats, but I I think some of our listeners do enjoy cats. I'm a dog person myself. Um, but like I said, I've been begging my wife to... Let us get a dog. I don't know if that's going to happen, <laughs> um, but we're talking about Yuhu and gamification and using that for learning. But before we kind of dive into that topic, could you share a little bit more about yourself and your background?
1: Uh, sure thing. Uh, so once again, my name is Edwin Schuuts, and uh, thank you so much for having me here. And uh, well, I work in in uh, in the digital marketing sector for like uh, like eight nine years now and view is a quite new project of mine uh i work on view as a project manager, and we just released view like uh i don't know a couple of months ago and this is what basically i do uh all the time so i work on new projects uh on the stages of uh of software development and uh, market launch and we are at the market launch uh stage right now so I think that's pretty much enough for my brag in it.
0: So, how did you get into I guess gamification as a a digital platform? Like where did the games come from? Is that something you're passionate about and then you decided to leverage that passion for uh different fields and for
1: learning? Well, uh well, long, long story short, when I first uh well my first very close encounter with digital gaming, uh, not from the player's side, but from the creator's side, was a mobile game, actually. Uh, it was really bad, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but still, we uh, uh, gave a lot of uh, experiences about uh, uh, the working mechanism of of, uh, of an online game, uh, so maybe that was uh, the starting of all that, and... Uh, Okay, just one uh, pretty much important ingredient for who and for this whole gamification and online gaming thing is that uh, behind who there's a digital agency called BrandLift. Uh, we do like uh, what digital agencies do most of the time, like you know online advertising, web development, web design, and so on. And there's a startup within this company, just a few people of us, and. Uh, we create uh, like new solutions, uh, and one of these new solutions is The idea was that uh, maybe we can uh, you know, um, uh, create something that, that unifies slide-based presentations and platform games, so you can learn new information through gaming, through actually having fun so this this is uh the main connection i mean i used to play board games a lot uh, especially as an adult uh not right now and not nowadays i mean because we have these little kids so there's not too much time for that right, right. so yeah yeah uh but but uh, with uh, this kind of connection with digital gaming started like that of course i i played a lot in primary school i I've, i guess this is where my english Language knowledge is uh, coming from like an 80%, like uh, playing games in in primary school and watching Cartoon Network. But still, all this uh, video game topic, I think it's it's, uh, really interesting uh, regarding education. And uh, the reason is uh, uh, storytelling, actually. Because I think there are limitless possibilities in video games regarding storytelling. So youngsters can really get obsessed with these, uh, of course, modern games. And, uh, you know, there are like uh, countless hours spent with playing these games. And lots of them has like a great backstory behind them. I'm not a big online gamer. Unfortunately, I wish. (laughs) Maybe when I get old. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but but still, for, for educational purposes, I think video gaming can be a really uh, useful asset.
0: Right. Yeah. And I'm kind of just browsing your ViewHoo and some of the presentations that some people have made. And it seems like there's a real opportunity to tap into narrative-based learning with the platform. It seems like... I haven't had a chance to build a presentation yet, and I'm excited to kind of check it out and dive into that deeper. But it seems like you could potentially build something like an escape room that's very narrative-driven. And I think it says something about that on your site somewhere, too. I thought I had said in that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's really just uh, up to you what kind of uh, maps or levers you're, you're building with Yahoo. Because uh, maybe that's an important part. So in YouWho we have a map editor as well, so you can not just play but you can build maps too. And uh, yeah, there are lots and lots of uh, user-made content already. So we just launched Yuhu, uh like that's like four months ago, I think, something like that. But still, we have uh, 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 lots of active users, uh, especially from the education sector. Actually, just a few from from business sector. <laughs> Yeah, and um, they're creating awesome maps. So it was so good to see that uh, the thing that we, you know, figured out is is not just science fiction, but it's it's reality, and people are using it, and the people are using it the way we imagined it. So yeah, it's it's really good to see, and uh, there are lots of uh, really like I I learned some new stuff from user made view levels already. <laughs> so it it seems to work out even in this like kind of beta phase so really good
0: yeah and I, I mean i see there's like uh a lot of different user created ones on here someone for salvador dali which i'm sure if i played that i would learn something so could you share with us what what exactly is ViewHoo for anyone that maybe has no idea what this platform is maybe not familiar with gamification
1: so yeah, as said, it's a very very new uh, online software actually. So you can reach it uh, uh, online anytime, and uh, we are combining uh, presentations with platform games. So imagine like I don't know uh, slide-based presentations such as PowerPoint presentations made with Super Mario. <laughs> uh, okay, this this is just a very, very pretty much a simplification of the whole idea, but still. So the point is that you have a little character. And you have to move around on maps and solve some puzzles and riddles, so you can find information and uh, some uh, collectible objects on the maps. And you will need these to to finish the map itself, because when you reach uh, objects like door, for example, it may ask you a question that relates to uh, some information presented on the map uh, before. Uh, so this is this is uh, the main idea. It's the main idea is, I think it's quite simple, but the tool itself is uh, has really some, some depths, <laughs> to say. So uh, a- actually, uh, the map editor itself is very simple. So you can build a map in no time. We have some predefined templates already. We're going to have much more very soon. Of course, you can start from scratch when it comes to map building. And uh, just to give you one very, very live example, how uh people use this in education Uh, we have a a user who built uh various maps actually multiple maps right now uh, to she's she's uh teaching arts for seventh and eighth graders and she built uh, a couple of maps just as a homework kind of so pupils had to to go through the map and collect the information on the view map and after that they had to submit the information collected on the ViewHoo map on another platform uh, that person's pretty famous. <laughs> so uh, this is kind of unexpected that, like, uh, after like uh, a couple of months from from only releasing the software, this this kind of uh, user engagement is coming up, and it really seems that not only teachers but pupils like it as well. The idea behind this whole uh, concept uh, the, the gamified presentation concept is that you can uh, actually th- that learning is more effective if you experience uh the material the learning material it's more uh, effective than if you just uh, read it or or just see it or maybe hear it so but when you live through it and you know, you walk around on this map and do all, all the puzzles and riddles, and of course you have to like you know jump over stuff and uh, I don't know, climb up ladders and jump down, blah blah blah, just as a platform game. And uh, maybe uh, you know you can memorize all that information long term if you collect them this way. So this is the main idea. And yeah, there, there's, a, there's a lot, lots of new features uh, uh, coming to YouHoo in the next uh, quarter. Oh yeah, a very important part is that uh, it's completely free for all educational use, uh, the full-featured YouHoo, so uh, just go on and try it, and all feedback is very welcome, of course.
0: <laughs> right, I think something that you had mentioned that would come up, and this is something that most game designers are familiar with, I would say is something called emergent design or emergent play in a game. So you design a game and then there's different things that come from the game that were not intentionally designed. So for example, you might have people play in a game based on maybe werewolf is a popular game that a lot of people are familiar with. And you see different strategies that emerge out of the game that weren't realized in the early design process. Um, It seems like that's something that you have here is a tool that is, like you mentioned, it's fairly simple, but there's a lot of creativity and level for innovative opportunities to create some presentations. I was trying to find a a quote from Ralph Koster too, and I might edit this quote in (laughs) if I can't find it in the next 10 seconds, but essentially it says that what you mentioned with reading or watching a movie Those things don't give you feedback. And what games do give you is feedback. You can get that from a game. And no other art form can provide that to you, provide feedback based on how you're interacting with the art. Um, So that's that's really awesome. I wish I could find the quote. I'm going to edit it in now. (laughs) All right, so I'm sitting here with A Theory of Fun by Raph Koster. I'm going to look at this quote here, and I really suggest checking out this book. We'll have a list of resources on our website. If you go to boardgamewitheducation.com, you can click on the tab that says Resources. This book is there as a suggestion. We'll have other books added to that list as well. But I really, really highly recommend checking out this book. If you're into game design, game-based learning, or gamification, it really looks at how games impact our lives and how we can learn from games. Here is the quote. Consider the key difference between something like a book and different kinds of games. A book can do the logical, conscious part of the brain pretty well. And really good readers have an ability to slurp that info directly into the subconscious, intuitive mind. But what a book will never be able to do is to accelerate the grokking process. And the grokking process is something that Ralph Koster defines as mastery to the degree that games do. Because you cannot practice a pattern and run permutations on it with a book... And have the book respond with feedback. So I really, really like this quote. I really look at this quote when I think about how games provide us with feedback and how we can learn from that feedback. All right, let's go back to the conversation with Odin. Um, so if someone's, I'm gonna click on this. I don't know if I'm gonna kind of look at a a presentation here. It's Mrs. Paris's Roman Quest on the one of the ones that you can explore, and it looks like there's a bunch of doors, but um. What would you say is like a a benefit to doing something like this if someone is not familiar with gamification what would you say is a benefit for a teacher to use this in either like you said as homework or in class
1: Yeah I think uh, the main benefit is that uh, actually you can uh... We engages students on a very new level with this this kind of uh, presentations because basically these are more presentations than games. They are just presentations uh, dressed up as a game <laughs> to say so. And uh, I think for for uh, the generations that uh, you know teachers teach, it's it's pretty much you can't avoid video gaming. Uh, well, mostly. And uh, like uh, teaching through gaming is, I think uh, that 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 can become a really uh, important segment of the educational sector in the near future. Especially that you know, because of uh, the COVID pandemic, we had to switch to home education and digital education. So for that, that can come really handy as well.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see this being something that is very useful for distance learning too.
1: Yeah, and you know, if, if, you, if you just say to a pupil that, okay, you have to go through textbook, I don't know, uh, 50 to 60, uh, something like that, nine pages, or if you say that, hey, uh, I'm gonna send you over a link and you have to play through this map, and then, I don't know, write down the riddle you find at the end. Uh, just just a very random example here. But I think this is more entertaining than, uh, I don't know, uh, regular, regular homework types. Yeah.
0: Right. And what would you say are some of the unique features that teachers can use from designing one of these presentations? Uh,
1: well, the the unique feature, I think, is like the map editor itself, because it gives you total creative freedom of how you'd like to uh, pass the information uh, to your audience. Uh, there are many more question types coming up, and uh, many more uh, like presentation tools coming up. But still, I think this is already quite unique.
0: So, before we head into our final segment, what would you say to a teacher that is on the fence of on on the fence about checking out ViewHoo?
1: Well, I would just you know say that. Uh, it's really worth give it a try. You have nothing to lose. It's completely free. It's very simple. Students seem to to love it already. So and uh, don't I don't know. Don't be afraid of of the new or uh, of of this this kind of I don't know like uh, improvement in education because it's it's necessity.
0: Awesome. All right, Odin. We're gonna move into our final segment, and that's a thumbs up, thumbs down, quick lightning round. I'm going to give you three statements, and you'll give me a thumbs up and a brief reason why you like it, or a thumbs down and a brief reason why you don't like it. All
1: right. There's no middle way? Just up or down?
0: Um, You can do a sideways thumb. We've had right. that happen a couple <laughs> times. Okay. So the, the, the first one, because you who is a platformer-style presentation, I'm going to say, Luigi is better than Mario.
1: You know what? Uh, just me way, because I, I never really played a lot of Super Mario. I uh, can't answer the question because uh, I'm not entitled to go answer this question. It's like <laughs> answering something you have no really idea about. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man, but can, can't give you thumbs up or thumbs down either.
0: <laughs> That's
1: okay.
0: How about, um, I don't know if you've played role-playing games. So maybe thumbs up, thumbs down role-playing Thumbs games. Thumbs up.
1: Definitely. And why? Uh, it gives you a lot of, uh, well, uh, creative power, actually, playing role-playing g- games, and uh, it can be beneficial on, on various levels, I think, so not just in the game itself, but, like, uh, mm, hard to explain a bit, but, like, building up uh, such uh, a concept uh, about yourself or about the world around you or anything uh, in in a, in a role playing game in a in a world that you figure out mostly uh that needs a lot of uh, creativity and actually that can improve your creativity a lot i think
0: awesome and the last one is going to be mobile video games
1: Well... I would say thumbs up, but I'm not playing that much, so if you're gonna ask me about some new game, most likely I will just you know stare at the monitor dumb because I have no idea about new games, but thumbs up for sure uh, like uh, like we discussed in the beginning of this conversation, video games, even if they are mobile games or platform game whatever, has uh, like uh, really. Like uh, limitless possibilities, even in education, in storytelling. So, thumbs up.
0: Right? Yeah, for sure. I don't. I go through different phases in mobile games. If I find a good one, and I usually play it like to death for really three weeks, and then I stop mobile games for a while, and then I go back to another one. There's one, Slay the Spire. I don't know if you're familiar. Of course not. Yeah. Okay. It's it's one that it's a. it's like a deck builder game that's an RPG, so it's RPG style. But you're you're acquiring cards for a deck of cards, and you use your deck of cards to battle the creatures in the spire instead of the dungeon.
1: Yeah, I I am familiar with deck building games. Sounds good. I am really envy you because I I wanna <laughs> fall back to, you know, uh, <laughs> game addiction again, like like in uh, <laughs> primary school. But uh, I don't know, maybe like. Uh... <laughs> 20 years or something, <laughs> but one of my favorite games was deck building game. Actually, it, it's uh, I think it has a, has an online version now. It's uh, called Smash Up. Uh, I played only the off offline version. Do you know Smash Up?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: Smash uh, Up. One of my favorites. It's it's uh, like uh, you know, if it, it's like an entry to to more complicated and more more uh, I don't know high level games. I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so deck building games time is up again and that's whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would recommend checking out Slay the Spire. It's something you can pick up and put down on your phone and it is a deck builder in mm-hmm. digital format.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm just going to write it down. <laughs> Spire, alright.
0: Awesome, Odin. So thank you so much for coming on the show. If anyone wanted to reach out to you or find Who, where might they do that?
1: uh well, you can find viewwho on dot uh, com. it's a triple o at the end so viewwho viewage and triple o.com <laughs> uh if uh, if uh, any of you would like to contact me just uh i don't know uh write an email to the viewwho support and they're going to just forward it to me <laughs> that's the easiest way uh, i awesome. guess yeah awesome
0: cool and we'll have a link to viewwho in the show notes as well so Odin, thank you again for coming on the show and sharing a bit about Viewhoo.
1: But Thank you very much for having me. It's really nice.
0: Did you know that I go live every Friday on Instagram to chat about games, chat about updates with Board Game and with Education, and ask you about what games you've been playing? So you can join me on Instagram. Again, Board Game with Education. You can find that on any social media. And let me know what games you've been playing recently. Or you can join our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is Game Based Learning, Gamification, and Games and Education. And every week on the weekend, sometimes Friday, sometimes Saturday, I ask you what games you have been playing recently or what games you plan to play for the weekend. So again, join me on Instagram or find our Facebook group. And we'll be back on Monday with our normally scheduled episodes.